You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Be all right. It's going to be all right. Just settling down a little bit. Hey, I'm Joe. Evan Craft, Danny Goki, and Ready Me To Do That. It's really Evan Craft's song, however. And Evan Craft celebrating his mother. Yes, Mother's Day, not long ago. But he's posted. He said, I'm proud of my mama, Jill Craft, for graduating with her doctorate. Congratulations. She said, I admire your hard work and dedication, not only as a mother, but as an educator. Love you, mom. And you can look at the picture, the Instagram post I posted on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. You can see what a gown looks like when you're a doctorate. The sound of life. I can smell the hay now. Kind of reminds me of being kind of on the prairie. I can see Laura running over the hill right now. Yes, Laura Ingalls. Yes, indeed it. Well, she was played by Melissa Gilbert, of course, Little House on the Prairie. How could you ever forget that? She wrote a book that you might want to get a hold of called Back to the Prairie. And her appreciation for a simpler life and her and her husband, family, they're living it. Her husband's Timothy, by the way. They bought a home in the Catskills. Yes, indeedy. They left Hollywood behind and are embracing nature. She said, it's funny, I grew up on the set of a farm, got to play it out quite a bit, went home to my nice home in Encino, California, in the cul-de-sac, you know. But I always loved being around animals. I think this was who I was at my core. I just happened to grow up in urban cities. She said, once we got here, we got our land, started to look at all the things we could do with it. And then when the, you know, quarantine happened, well, it just unleashed all this stuff inside me, she said. There was a person who was dying to have this new life. I still can't believe this is what my life is now. It's heaven. I'm so blessed. That is the words of Melissa Gilbert, not to be confused with Laura Ingalls, which she played on TV. She said, our lives got very, very simple, and there is a sweetness to it. Yes. She said, I hope maybe people... Well, hear this and realize that it really is sweet, simple things that are the best and most important in life. Ah, yes. Or when you can hear the wind blow through the pine needle. Oh, I'm thinking of down south. Maybe it will inspire you to be a little more gentle and loving with each other. Woo, yeah, thank you. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Marriage advice coming at you all over the place. Probably can't hardly turn on the radio and the TV. Well, you're about to get some more right now. So that proves that kind of right there, right? Everybody's got it. Everybody's got the advice. Everybody's got the questions to ask your spouse. Everybody's got the word pictures and everything, right? Why We, we, we should have a perfect marriage by now. By the way, marriage, it, it, uh, you know, a man and a woman under God, union together. That is a picture of Christ and the church and the Father God. That's what that is. It's a reason that's together. Okay. I don't want to go into all that, but, you know, just about everything on earth that God has done, leading the Hebrews, all this stuff, is a picture of something. Anyway, so along comes this comedian who can be crude and brash and vulgar at times. He is. I won't tell you who it is. But when he laid this 30 seconds of marriage advice, I thought, man, if you run with this, this is absolutely the truth. The truth is the truth, no matter what, and gold. And I wanted to share it with you, okay? 
marriage advice on Cup of Joe Morning Show. No charge. Listen up. You in a relationship? Let me let me let me try to help you right now. <laughs> Rule one: Stop competing. Her success is your success, and your success is her success. Number two: There is no equality in a relationship. You're both there to serve. Ooh. You are in the service industry. Okay. You're in a band. And when you're in a band, you have roles that you play in the band. Sometimes you sing lead, and sometimes you're on tambourine. And if you're on tambourine, play it right, because nobody wants to see a mad tambourine player. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing the sound of life apparently a lot of people more people than they thought would like to get a tattoo of duke's mayonnaise logo they've got a ton of them offered i don't know they just had this place their headquarters are in richmond virginia so they kind of teamed up with a tattoo place i'm not making this up duke's mayonnaise i mean and they said i I don't know i'm trying to figure out what you get must be free mayonnaise forever or something but they broke the they broke the system when they signed up for it all these people were getting tattoos of duke's mayonnaise they probably figured well i don't know might as well go get one right it's it's kind of weird so changing the person a little bit i bring in pastor andrew farley who has a new book out called The Grace Message. Is the gospel really this good? I'm going to give you an opportunity coming up in the weeks ahead to win that book, and you'll hear from Pastor Andrew Farley. But I wanted to know something kind of interesting as I was talking to him. I said, do you have a tattoo? Okay. Yeah, I don't have a tattoo, but I I have a... I have a friend, uh, he, he has a tattoo of Leviticus 19, uh, which says you can't have a tattoo. <laughs> I love and, that. <laughs> no, and so, cool. you know, what what he did <laughs> was he got that tattoo in order to uh, have people ask about it. They go, hey, what's Leviticus 19 say? And he says, well, you know, it, it says you can't have a tattoo. <laughs> That's awesome. And then they're freaked out. Why do you have a tattoo that forbids a tattoo? And then he gets to explain wait a minute, uh, we're under a new covenant. That's a and, great idea. You know, we're not under the law, so it's a lot of fun. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. I'm kind of wondering your vacation plans this year. They say RV sales are through the roof. You know, that the, the pandemic and everything caused people to, let's get together as a family in our own vehicle and we'll take off, you know. And go to parks and stuff like that seems to be a pretty safe way to go. Just kind of wondering about your vacation. Just Andy, get going on vacation? Uh, yeah, plan to plan to. Uh, my wife and I plan to go away for a couple of days. We're we're planning to go to uh, uh, Pennsylvania Dutch country for a couple of days. Good for you. I hope it's a real blessing for you, Andy. I really do. Good good deal. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say, my wife and I really enjoyed listening to Sound of Life. It's always inspirational, and it's always something to listen to and something before I listen. <laughs> and basically, I think it's virtually the only station we really listen to. Occasionally, switch to something here and there, but okay, we always come back. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face. 
and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. You know those annoying kids that get on your driveway and your parking space out there? They come off the sidewalk and they just because you've got a big double car pavement patio right out in front of your garage, they just take advantage of it all the time. And this kid kept coming by, noticed on his security camera, you know, and he'd take a little loop around and be out with his mom or dad and then he'd take off on up. So this man decided he knew what to do. He was going to deal with that. So he went out at night and he basically drew a racetrack on it. <laughs> he went out in chalk and it was kind of simple at first. And at first when the kid came by the next day, he looked, he was a little confused, but then he caught on pretty quick. So the next day, he made it basically into a Formula One track with turns and he, he put slow and fast and straight away and all this kind of stuff on there. You know, some people just know how to live, don't they? Oh, you yeah. got to admit, that is pretty neat. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Today, a very special day, I think. I think you will agree with me. If we go back into the 1800s, into Bavaria, a family, the Strauss family. There we have uh, Levi <laughs> and his three older brothers and three sisters. Wow. So his father died, and he uh, Levi said, I'm going to move to New York where my two older brothers are. They've already started a dry good business in Manhattan. So I'm going to go there and work with them. And so he did, and he brought two of his sisters with him. Or maybe three sisters. I can't keep up with them. I doubt he could either. So then in 1849, what happened? The gold rush. Kind of a lot like Bitcoin today almost. Except you had to travel all the way across the country to get to where it was and mine it out of the ground. But, man, people were getting rich. And Levi Strauss decided he was going to go to San Francisco when he set up the dry goods business there. And he called it Levi Strauss & Company. Amazing that. Then he gets a call in like 1872 from a guy in Reno, Nevada, Taylor. And he says, these guys are so rough on jeans, pants, trousers, whatever they call them. He said, I'm putting rivets in the weak points to make them stronger. I need to patent it. And I need a company to go along with me, a business partner to go along with me. And Levi was really excited about that. And so it was, history had it, that on May 20th in 1873, Jacob Davis and Levi Strauss and company received a patent and blue jeans were born. Excellent! Yes. And so were other words, I guess. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I was talking about the valedictorian Elizabeth. Her name is Elizabeth Bonker. She's now famous because of the speech she gave in which she admonished the class at Rollins College in Florida, class of 2022. God gave you a voice. Yeah, how about that, huh? Which is most interesting because she does not have a voice. But she is very outspoken, nonverbal, autistic people, right? And she is certainly leading the way throughout her speech, if I can use that word. She emphasized the power of being able to communicate. She lost the ability to speak when she was 15 months old. She delivers her speaking through a text-to-speech technology, which is really a huge breakthrough 
for her and people like her. And she said, and correctly so, the irony of a non-speaking autistic encouraging you to use your voice is not lost on me. She told the graduating class that, of course, using her text-to-speech computer. Pretty cool. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Pop some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The sound of life. Welcome aboard here on a Friday it is. And it's good to have you along. Um, Big day today. First of all, a little bit of history. Okay, this is going to be quick. You go to Bavaria in the 1800s. All right, you got a pretty good sized family. The Strausses right there, Jewish family. And a couple of the brothers come over to New York City, start a dry goods business, doing all right. Um, you got four brothers, three sisters. Father dies of cancer. Younger brother, Levi, he comes over with a couple of sisters. So he goes into business, right? And then in 1849, gold, baby. It's a gold rush. Not bitcoins. Gold. <laughs> it's a real thing. And it's out in California. And it drove a lot of people out there, including Levi Strauss. So he goes out to San Francisco, sets up a dry good business, calls it Levi Strauss and Company. It's pretty amazing. And then he gets a call a few years later from a tailor in Reno, Nevada. The tailor said, hey, Levi, I'm putting together these rivets on these pants, these jean pants, you know, and uh, to make them stronger, but I need a patent on it. But I need a business like yours to get the patent on it. You wonder how many businesses said, nah, I don't think there's a future in that, you know. Did the Sears say that? Did, you know, J.C. Penny? Eh, I don't think so. I, mean, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody knew Levi Strauss, right, who he was, until he got the patent on the riveted jeans in on May 20th. That was the big day right there. And um, 18, whatever it was, who cares? <laughs> but anyway, he kind of changed history. And and has now the blue jeans invented officially on this day, and uh, you know the rest is kind of history with Levi Strauss. Pretty cool guy. This is all some kind yeah. of whacked out conspiracy. Seems to be waking up with a cup of Joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Cup of Joe morning show on the sound of life. Riley Clemens there and for the good. That is the name of the song. Good things are coming. I believe it. I believe it. Keep telling yourself that. And you're in the grocery store and somebody cuts in line. It's not hard to see. Remember back when the six foot rule applied? It was very hard to tell where the line was, to be honest with you. And I'm sure many of folk cut in line and one day waiting in line for groceries. Maintaining that six-foot distance, this man cut in line. He didn't appear to even notice what he had done. He uh, kind of a kind of an older guy, you know. Uh, he uh, the person that he skipped in front of didn't say anything. Just maintained the proper distance. When it was time for the man to pay, he reached in his back pocket, pulled out a small notepad. He'd forgotten his wallet. He had notepad but no wallet. He looked a bit disappointed and embarrassed, of course. The person that he skipped in front of stepped up and he told the cashier, I'll I'll take care of the groceries, which only consisted of milk and chocolate chip cookies. He was more than grateful. He kindly thanked the man and off he went. Upon arrival to the register, the cashier asked, he cut you off and you paid for his groceries? Why? 
Well, sometime, somewhere, my dad may be stepping up to a grocery counter and with only a notepad, and hopefully somebody will step up and pay his groceries, you know? Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. Hey, I am Joe, and I'll be honest with you, I was quite surprised that the Carolina Hurricanes are in the in the NHL playoff, Hockey League playoff, and they played the Rangers. I wouldn't even have known it, probably, if they hadn't played the New York Rangers the other day. Uh, and they won in overtime. So the Rangers probably a little bit upset about that. You know, it's a tough loss. So they ought to be ready tonight, right, when they play down in Raleigh. That's where the Carolina Hurricanes play. Uh, has it, how long has it been since they came from the Hartford Whalers? Yeah, it used to be the Hartford Whalers. So they went down there and immediately got all the New York fans <laughs> that had moved there, <laughs> went there. But uh, I mean, that's true, too, which is kind of cool. Maybe that's why they went. It was a business move, you know. But uh, there's a lot of uh, terminology in hockey that I didn't know. I mean, besides goal, you know, there's hoser. It's a good thing you know. You got to know this. It came from the, you know, back in the day when they played all in Canada, and the loser would have to ice water, put the water, fresh water on the ice rink or something with the hose. They called, oh, you're the hoser, you know. So it's like loser kind of deal. Peanut butter. That's a hockey terminology. Uh, a former Chicago Black Sox head coach, Joel, and I can't pronounce his last name, helped popularize the exclamation point, peanut butter. That's a goal scored at the top of the net. And um, that I, I don't know. Now, there's another terminology which is called, uh, it's like down, what's it called? When it hits the pipe and goes down, see, I can't keep up with my hockey terminology. I just, I just... I don't even understand. Well, (laughs) on with the show. Yeah, I guess so. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The Sound of Life. Here we go this morning off on Cup of Joe Morning Show. Thinking about uh, blooming where you're planted. You know, you hear that expression quite a bit. And I did that mainly because God wouldn't let me leave. (laughs) So here I am. But that was a long time ago. We got over it. You know, usually people, he worked through things. It's okay. God can handle that. Just kind of like to know from you about blooming where you're planted, right? And um, my friend Joe, there, he's uh, you. You 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 had a perp. You have a purpose about being where you are, right? We were put here because we pray for everybody here. I pray for the water. I pray for the children that they are well and always fed. You know, safe from harm and the whole bit. So our day is not idle, Joe. <laughs> we don't sit in front of a television. We're always doing something, trying to help and um, making a better way, Joe. You are a bright light. Wow, that is amazing. You know, I tell everybody when we were out feeding people that the hours are long, the pay is nil, but the retirement's out of this world. Exactly. The sound of life. So we interrupt the regular programming here at 829 to bring you a special report because, well, to be honest with you, it's kind of like an episode of the Twilight Zone. 
it really is. When there's a spider in the sink, in the kitchen sink. Why do spiders go in the kitchen sink? Because it's better than going in your bed. That's <laughs> the thing right there. So I know there was an episode on the Twilight Zone way back. You know, that thing was on 100 years ago. Uh, and it was an episode of a man who had a spider in his sink, right? So he flushed him down the sink. And about an hour later, he looks again. There's the spider's back. Only this time, he's just a wee bit bigger. <laughs> and he flushes him down the sink. <laughs> and he comes back just a little bit bigger. <laughs> you can probably imagine in the next 20 minutes what is happening in his little apartment on the Twilight Zone. I know I remembered that. I know it was. Although this morning when I went on the web to look to find that episode of the Twilight Zone, I could not find it. I could not find that episode. So I'm wondering, <laughs> did it really? <laughs> what, what, did I live the episode of the Twilight Zone? Is that what happened? <laughs> I don't know. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. In an effort to make sure calm and civility prevail, prevails and the right perspective prevails, I will not make too much fun of this story. I was going to play it up and stuff, but you might hear it wrong because it was kind of done that way in the news release that I was looking at in other horrifying diseases. And you know, now... After the pandemic, we're like uh, people in a neighborhood that's had a tornado go through. You know, next time it gets windy and a storm's coming, everybody's out seeing it. They're all out. Oh, yeah, you're out looking, you know, because you got that, you got the wind jitters, right? And rightly so. We've kind of got that pandemic thing going there. Officials are investigating a rare and tiny outbreak of monkeypox cases in Europe and North America. There's a person in Massachusetts that has it. First U.S. case. Now, the monkeys would like you to know that, and to clarify, it actually comes from rats. I guess monkeys can get it. That's why it's called monkey pox. It is not transmittable very easily or very rarely from people to people. So that's best news there. And isn't it easy nowadays for diseases to make you anxious or discouraged, maybe even? Scripture promises that Jesus will be with you in trouble and uncertain times all the way to eternity. Has there ever been an era on this earth that hasn't had troubling and uncertain times when you think about it? On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground. Is sinking sand. That's pretty cool. That's scriptural. Check it out. Hebrews 13, 8, Matthew 7, 24, Psalm 18, 2. It's all there. Stand on the rock. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.